This is CES Tech Talk. I'm James Kotecki, bringing you an interview that I recorded live at the C-Space studio at CES 2023. Enjoy. Welcome back to the C-Space studio here at CES 2023. I'm your host, James Kotecki, joined by not one, but two fabulous guests. To my immediate left, Roger Rajamanar, Chief Marketing and Comms Officer for MasterCard, and Crystal Dunn, a player for the U.S. women's national soccer team, uh, which recently won the World Cup, and you're hoping to do it again. Yeah, I mean, recent sounds, you know, very, very uh, short time away, but 2019, four years almost, and now yep. we're stepping into a new year of 2023, and uh, World Cup is on the horizon. And the World Cup is in uh, New Zealand, Australia yes. this year? Okay, yes. well, we can absolutely look forward to that. So um, you're both very successful in your respective fields, but you are here together. So first, can you explain why you are here uh, together? See, firstly, I think I would not like to compare my success to hers. <laughs> That's very unfair comparison. She is in the stratosphere out there. So, but on a serious note, uh, you know, firstly, as MasterCard, we are trying to uh, not just market our own wares, but also do something good for the society in a genuine, authentic fashion. As part of it, what we do is we partner with some of the best uh, artists and athletes around the world uh, who not only uh, signify the passion with which they, pay, they play and also the success that they have achieved in that field, but they're also very purpose-driven. So we are very fortunate that Crystal is our brand ambassador. And uh, so together, she joined me today on the stage at CES uh, to announce the launch of MasterCard Artist Accelerator, which is a platform to help emerging artists uh, build their fandom uh, monetize their content, be in charge of the experiences that they create. Mm. So we're going to really teach them and do everything. And she mm. has done what she has done in the world of sports with her black women's athletes mm -hmm. uh, co uh, coalition or mm -hmm. collective as they call it. Uh, there are some inspiration that we have derived from it and we are doing it. So we thought it would be very appropriate for her to join mm -hmm. me on the stage mm -hmm. and to, together we did it. And Crystal, what does it mean to you to make that announcement here at CES? Uh, I felt incredibly proud to be um, on that stage at that moment. And um, one, I truly am a fan of music. I think music connects people across the world, across different cultures. And I think um, what MasterCard is doing and finding ways for young artists to, to be mentored and to be able to tap into their talent and to market themselves and monetize themselves, I think is absolutely incredible. Um, so I'm just so proud and happy to be a part of this brand. So what's an example of something that a, a young artist can come to this accelerator program and, and do that they weren't able to do before? What will it change for them? So firstly, if you look at the young creator or an artist, they're good at what they do, which is to create music. But they're not so good in terms of marketing themselves, building a brand for themselves, cutting through the clutter and standing out, connecting with the fans, and owning their content and monetizing their content. So what we are trying to do is to create this platform, which is the MasterCard uh, Artist Accelerator, where they sign up. They get access to tools, education programs, where we teach them how to do things, including, for example, what is Web3? How do you mint your NFT? How can you provide NFT not just as a vanity badge, but as a gated token that gives experiences to the fans? Uh, and how do you monetize those, etc.? We'll connect them to some of the top artists and top producers and DJs and so on. So they get to learn from the people who have already arrived. So it's about be plugging into the community that we'll create. Uh, it's about learning up 
how to market themselves in the, in the Web3 space and how to really monetize. And we've got a whole robust set of activities and initiatives that are there under this umbrella. Crystal, in the same way, I wonder, have you had to learn and be mentored by others in terms of how to go from, okay, you're really good at your sport, but now you have to be a public figure as well. And, and that's a whole different set of skills, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think when I was a young player, um, what these kids have access to now is night and day to what I had access to. You know, if I wanted to be a better player, it was kind of grabbing a sibling and having them, you know, kick balls at me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I don't know if I'm getting better, but this is what I have, you know? Yeah. And I think now kids having access to um, their mentors and having a closer reach to, to those that they look up to is absolutely incredible. And I think that's what taps into the growth of the game. Mm -hmm. um, Raja, we're here in the C-Space studio. We're talking about advertising and quite a bit. Um, as the head of uh, marketing at MasterCard, what advertising trends are you looking at here at the beginning of 2023? So firstly, uh, we are hardly one week into 2023. Mm -hmm. So I'll talk more in terms of the immediate recent past. Right? Sure. So unfortunately, there is a sea of sameness. Uh, the advertising load is increasing across all the media. Consumers are being bombarded by anywhere between 3,000 and 10,000 messages every single day, even as their span of attention is shrinking, and now it is less than that of a goldfish. Mm -hmm. So in that kind of a situation, you need to really stand out as a brand to grab the attention of the consumer in all this clutter, communicate your message, impress upon them so that they are inspired to make their choice in favor of your brand, and I think right now what we are witnessing is a lot of sea of sameness and the clutter is there. In fact, the statistics show that consumers barely notice ads. Mm -hmm. Where they barely notice ads, they don't remember the message. Where they remember the message, the attribution to the brand is mostly wrong. That's an overwhelming mm -hmm. majority. So that trend is what I would say is the most alarming and to me and something which brands have to carefully think about. And if I can just state one quick thing at MasterCard, what we have done is we became a company more focused on experiential marketing than advertising-led marketing precisely for this reason. Talk about experiences. Uh, a lot of something people are wondering about here in C-Space and beyond at CES is how people are going to be experiencing the metaverse. Is that even the right term to use? We've been talking about it for a few years now. It's increasingly top of mind for folks. I want to ask you both about that. Um, just first, Raja, starting with you from a perspective of MasterCard. Do you, do you use that term? Do you like that term? Are you preparing for whatever your definition of the metaverse is? I would say it is one in three, which is yes, we use that term and we are playing in that space. You know, whether I like it or not, it doesn't matter yeah. what it is. Uh, but the reality is today, objectively, if you look at it, Metaverse gives incredible level of immersion for the consumer. So it puts you in that situation, yep. which is fantastic. On the other hand, it is still a clunky experience. Mm -hmm. With the result of which the scale is nowhere. Like if you look at Decentraland, there are hardly 300,000 people yep. on the platform. And I think, uh, no, others are even lesser than that. And Roblox, which is predominantly gaming, has got much bigger number, but they are more on the gaming side as opposed to really being in a metaverse kind of an environment. So this is one situation. But on the other hand, what we do is we try to learn and stay ahead of the curve as far as the emerging technologies are concerned. So we played on all the platforms, Horizon Worlds, Decentraland, Roblox, and Sandbox, and we did many experiments. And one of the interesting and important learnings we have is as small as metaverse is, it offers some extraordinary possibilities. So for example, when we have Grammy Awards, 
which is one of our long-standing partnerships, sponsorships. And there we curate experiences, when I talk about experiential marketing, for our customers and card members that money cannot buy, but you can get only with a MasterCard, and that experience is truly priceless. Now, in that situation, what happens is you can give that experience only to a certain number of people every year. It's very small and finite. Metaverse, this year, we actually offered that entire Granby Awards experience in the Metaverse. Mm. And people from around the world actually joined and had the Grammy experience. Mm -hmm. So we could increase the number of people who could participate by 8x for a very small incremental dollars. So it was a very well worthwhile experience for us from that point of view. But I would say over the next three to five years, this is the space yeah. which we should watch out for. Crystal, are you thinking about sports in the metaverse? What that might mean for players? What that might mean for fans to experience these things in a, a virtual, more immersive environment? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the world we live in now is one very fast-paced, very you know forward-thinking at all times. And I think um, for me as a player, just you know, one thing I have heard is fans loving the idea that they have you know, more access to, to, to players that they, they are inspired by. And I think that that's truly incredible because one thing that MasterCard is doing is providing fans with more of a priceless uh, experience um, of being a fan. Because, you know, as a player for me, it's like, you know, seeing a packed stadium, that's what gives me energy to want to, you yeah. know, go out and give my all in the field. And, you know, to know that the fans are enjoying themselves while they're able to attend these games is um, so important for the growth of the game. And I think uh, more companies tapping into giving that experience to fans is, is only going to exponentially grow this game. Well, obviously, now you're an inspiration to many people. Who's someone that inspires you? Oh, man. I mean, I've looked up to so many players that came before me. Um, I went to my college was University of North Carolina, and I know going to that school, I was like, well, Mia Hamm walked these holes. Like, that is pretty cool, you know? So I think um, I give uh, a lot of homage to the players that came before me because they're pioneers. They, they ultimately uh, laid out the path that I'm, I'm walking on now, and I think um, without them, I wouldn't be as strong and confident and, and, and an advocate for the things that I'm passionate about today. Uh, there's never enough time here in the C-Space studio, but one more fill-in-the-blank question for both of you. 2023 will be the year of blank, starting with you, Roger. 2023 will be the year of, I'll say, two things. Uh, learning and artificial intelligence. Fantastic. Oh, man. Uh, championships? Uh, yeah. No, there I'm we just go. kidding. Um, for me, this year, personally, for me, is, uh, is about uh, self-care. I think, uh, you know, as fast pace as this world is that we live in, I think it's, uh, you know, we don't always take that time out of our day to, to check in with ourselves and make sure that we have everything that we need. And I think this is a year of just doubling down on that and checking in on yourself. Beautiful. Well, Roger Rajamaner of MasterCard and soccer star Crystal Dunn, thank you so much both for joining us here in the C-Space studio. Thank, thank you for you. having us. I appreciate it. Well, I hope you enjoyed that live conversation from CES 2023. Look up the CES C-Space studio for more conversations like that and get even more CES at ces.tech. That's ces.tech. And of course, please subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a moment. I'm James Kotecki, Talking Tech on CES Tech Talk.